Hello everybody, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by my co-host in his fantastic forest shirt if you're watching on video, <laughs> Tom Walker. Hey, I have to say for those watching on video, the uh, Boca Junior shirt that you've got on is is quite spectacular. It's a good showing from the boys today. It is, um, it is. But yeah, uh, feeling good uh, despite Ipswich letting us down on the treble, which I, I would honestly oh. go as far as saying that was the one of the most crushing kind of treble losses this season because Ipswich, everyone had Ipswich. Yeah, yeah. So to for a bit of context, um, in case you didn't listen to the show last week or you haven't seen it on social media, so for our podcast treble, uh, we were let down by Ipswich of all teams, you know, we also had in there Wickham and we had Bristol Rovers, who both won. Um, yeah, Ipswich were the team to let us down. They're on such a fantastic run of form as well. Fuming. At home, against the Cambridge side, who are on the beach. Yeah. Absolute ultimate coupon buster, that one, wasn't it? Yeah, they needed to win as well, Ipswich, so uh, I hope mm. they stay in League One forever. But there, <laughs> <laughs> there is a new, um, there's a new week and that brings new opportunity and, uh, that also brings, Tom, a new sign-up offer from our friends at mm. Matchbook, a brand new and improved offer for new customers. It does. So you can now get £30 uh, back as a free bet. So sign up for matchbook.com. You can use the sign-up code TFB Podcast during the registration stage. Um, and then when you place a bet of up to £30, if it loses you'll get a free bet in your account up to the value of your first bet. If you deposit a tenner, place a £10 bet, it loses, you'll get a £10 free bet from Matchbook in your account. If you deposit 30, bet 30, uh, you'll get a £30 free bet if that loses in your account as well. You can bet on the treble that we'll read out at the end of the show as part of this offer. So it's kind of a risk-free chance to to give our picks a try if you haven't done already uh, and well worth checking out. Yeah, agreed. Fantastic product. Very grateful for the support from Matchbook. So, Tom, we got a we got a busy show ahead. So, I think we uh, we dive in on Friday night football. Yeah, well, Friday night football starts off in uh, the Premier League, doesn't it? Newcastle against Wolves. Anything that you'd like to tip up in this particular game? Yeah, I, I can't resist Wolves. I don't think um, good price three point six five. Cracking price, 3.65 is is a wonderful price when you're considering that you've got an away team here with the fourth best record on the road. They've got a better away record than Manchester United, Tottenham, Arsenal, West Ham. Like They've been brilliant on the road all season. Recently, it's not been as great. We've only had the Everton win in the last three on the road. But I'm starting to see a little dip with Newcastle, and I think that's also expected. I think that's absolutely fine. No need to panic. Uh, they went through that kind of really good run, didn't they, where they looked, uh, well, they got themselves away from safety, essentially, with their new signings and everything was fresh and new. They have lost three in a row, only scored one, uh, conceded seven in that time. I'm thinking if I see from Wolves what I saw against a pretty hapless Villa side um, on the weekend, I'm more than happy to take them. You know, I'm not saying it's a banker, but I can't resist the price for Wolves. Uh, they've been brilliant this season. Yeah, 
Okay, I could definitely see that one. And again, double chance if you want a little bit more security on that one. But I can certainly see Wolves getting something from this game. Absolutely. Um, Saturday then, 12.30, Everton against Manchester United. Everton, we're recording this on Wednesday evening. We've seen that Everton have just lost 3-2 away at Burnley in that big relegation uh, crunch tie. So the pressure is really piling on. They've got a tough run-in of Everton. Uh, it starts with this game against Manchester United. Yes, Manu aren't in particularly fantastic sparkling form themselves. Uh, they're 1.81 for the win away at Everton. But you know, surely you can't go anywhere near the Toffees in the form they're in at the moment, can you? No way. No way. Um, between them and Norwich... The probably worst team in the league in their current guys. Um, Burnley were in that conversation, and for Everton to concede three, oh, score twice, but two penalty kicks didn't open up Burnley in open play at all. Um, well, didn't convert any chances in open play. They they did create a little bit, but they look they they're not gone, but they look gone. Does that make sense? Yeah, like yeah they yeah. they look completely hopeless so yeah I'm taking United even though you know I'm not the biggest fan of, of what's going on over there yeah absolutely absolutely uh, three o'clock so we've got three of them first one Arsenal against Brighton uh, 1.65 is the price for Arsenal and I certainly think they'll get the job done this weekend at home against this Brighton side who are really struggling aren't they at the moment um, no wins in the last seven games Still struggling to score goals. Um, they scored just one in the last seven Premier League games. So, yeah, that's not good at all. They're not a team who often gets battered. You know, in the last kind of six, seven, eight weeks, we've seen them play Spurs, lost 2-0, played Liverpool, lost 2-0, played Manchester United, lost 2-0, uh, Villa lost 2-0. So, yeah, they, they don't often get battered by teams, but they just, they just lack that cutting edge up front. And Arsenal... We've said it numerous times on the pod. They they tend to be kind of like flat track bullies, don't they? They swap these kind of mid to lower table teams aside fairly comfortably. Uh, and I can see no different. Brighton have conceded at least two goals against teams in the last seven games, aside from the most recent game against Norwich. So, yeah, I, I could see them conceding potentially another couple against Arsenal here. Yeah, uh, and that's that's despite Arsenal. I know they got beat three 0 by Palace the other day, but I can see them turning the form back around this weekend. Yeah, I don't want people to start panicking because Arsenal lost three 0 We're talking about a team third in the last eight form table in the Premier League, and we're talking about the third best home record in the Premier League all season long. Uh, Brighton completely toothless. Um, yeah, Arsenal to get the job done and get back on track. Uh, next then, Southampton against Chelsea. Chelsea wobbling like a jelly. Wobbling yeah. like a jelly. Shock, yeah. shock. 4-1 defeat away at uh, <clears throat> sorry, at home to Brentford last weekend. We say Ipswich was a coupon buster. That was certainly hmm. banging there as number two on the list of coupon busters last week. Yep. Um, again, we've just seen them be beaten at home by Real Madrid 3-1 in the Champions League, courtesy of a Benzema hat-trick. Do you trust them away at, away at Southampton? 1.89? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, I, I still fancy them to get the win. I won't be backing them. There, I can tell you that for free. Um, but I do mm. fancy them to get the win. A uh, couple of things to, to point out. I think Southampton, uh, no wins in five now. 
they have played uh, three games at home. Yes, against one of them was Man City, but they've lost against Watford and Newcastle at home. That's very worrying. Uh, yes, Chelsea have just been beaten by Real Madrid and Brentford, sure. You can say whatever you want about that. Um, but I think they'll have enough to get back against an Armando Broja less Southampton. Mm, yeah, very true that he'll be missing. Uh, Watford leads then, rounds up the three o'clocks. Um, 2.76 for Watford, 3.6 for the draw, 2.66 for Leeds. Potentially a chance for Leeds to really kind of ease themselves away from the from the drop zone and that, that relegation pack if they can get a win here. And again, similarly, chance for Watford to, to start to reel Leeds in a little bit. Um, anything you fancy in terms of betting? There's, I'm a bit on the fence about this one. Depends if Roy Hodgson is in the number 10. Did you see that video on social media? I haven't. Good no. grief. Right, everyone go to at Watford FC or whatever it is and, and watch Roy the boy clip in a ball in behind for João Pedro to score in training. I honestly didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't. Sometimes he looks like he can't even walk without falling apart. So for him to clip a ball like that, I've never seen him kick a football and it was fair play to him. So Roy, if Roy the boy is in number 10, then there's going to be goals. No, seriously, I'm not 100% sure. I'm still working Leeds out and I, I, I don't rate Watford. So yeah. time, time cool. to move on. Villa Spurs then rounds up the Premier League for Saturday. 3.35 for Villa, 3.6 for the draw and 2.3 for Tottenham. Seems like a good price to me. 2.3 for Spurs. Um, we've seen them. Score plenty of goals um, in the last six Premier League games. So four against Leeds, five against Everton, two in defeat against Man U, two against Brighton, three against West Ham, five against Newcastle last time out. So full of confidence, five wins in the last six, full of goals. Harry Kane on fire. Uh, I certainly think they can get a win this weekend against the Villa side who have lost the last three. Um, struggling a little bit now. And I also noticed that Spurs have got a cracking record at Villa Park. Uh, they've not actually been beaten there since 2008 uh, in the league. So, very strong record. That goes, and I say 2008, that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. That's 11 games ago. So, mm. yeah, they've, they've won the last uh, seven consecutive visits. Yeah, so. worried worried about Villa as well. Gerard coming out after the uh, Wolves game and saying, you know, if, the, if these players don't want to be with me, I'll get all new players. Like it's, I don't know, Gerard. It seems like a huge knee-jerk reaction. They've just they've just lost mm. a couple of games. They're in eleventh. Yeah, uh, I I don't know if he's trying to, uh, you know, set the tone for next season and keep everyone's eye on the ball and everything. I just wonder how that. I mean, this is obviously amateur psychology, but wondering how that affects the dressing room. Tottenham absolutely purring at the moment. So yeah, I'll be back in Spurs all day. Yeah. Okay, then uh, Sunday, starting off with Brentford against West Ham. It's one of three two o'clock kickoffs. Uh, anything you fancy from this particular game? I don't know. I was thinking maybe both teams to score. Uh, you know, obviously, Christian Eriksen's writing a lot of headlines at the moment. He has really vi- revitalised them, sorry, going forward. And, and Brian Imbremo, I don't think he gets enough credit for his centre-forward performances. Bearing in mind, for those people who don't watch the Championship, this guy was a winger 
and always has been a winger. And now he's playing up front in a two. He's, he's been brilliant. And then obviously mm. West Ham carry a, a huge threat with, for me, one of the best wingers in the league in Jared Bowen. Antonio is always a handful, etc., etc. So both teams to score is 1.86. I could see, you know, maybe a score draw 1-1. Something like that. Tight game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right, up next then we've got Norwich against Burnley. Norwich 2.94, the draw 3.15 and Burnley 2.66. Huge clash down towards the bottom of the league. Um, yeah, I think for me, I was looking at the odds, I was thinking, I, I feel like Burnley will score. Uh, so Burnley to score a goal is 1.45 on matchbook and that is what I will go for and I think you probably leave, probably leave it at that. We've mentioned Burnley beat Everton in midweek 3-2. I feel like you've got to you've got to really follow that up to make that win stick, haven't you? Um fantastic opportunity to do it. Norwich in no sort of form whatsoever. No wins in the last nine consecutive games. And I think Burnley Burnley is a if I had to pick between them, I'd go for Bernie, but I think I'd take the security of Bernie to score, and, and that's it. Just quick question. Would you take Burnley if they didn't beat Everton? No. Because I thought Burnley were an absolute disaster before tonight. So I'm not ready for a victory over an absolute mess of a club in Everton. To turn my opinion, I just wanted to know where your, where your head was at. I think I'm going under 2.5. It's 1.61. This this is the two lowest scorers going head-to-head. Uh, -head. Um, the stats are just worrying. Uh, I can't separate them. I think this will be a draw. Uh, we've got the second best, uh, second worst, sorry, second best, Norwich wish. Um, second worst team at home against the third worst away record in Burnley. Uh, and then, like I said, the two lowest scorers, Norwich, bottom of the form table, bottom of the actual table. It's it's grim viewing. So I think I'm going to be back in under 2.5. And if there are people out there who like back in draws, I think this is a good bet. 3.15 for the draw. Yeah. Okay. Um, Leicester Palace then. 2.14. Sorry, not 2.14. 2.4 for Leicester. Uh, 3.5 for the draw and 3.15 for Palace. Again, another one. I'm, I'm not really sure which way this one's going to go. Uh, Palace on a pretty decent run of form now, uh, unbeaten in seven, not conceded in the last three. So, yeah, I, I don't know, mate. Anything that you've got that... Yeah, yeah. I think the both teams to score angle that you just brought up doesn't interest me because... As you just mentioned, the um, the the Palace kind of defence looking pretty good. Um, two point zero is over two point five, so I don't know which way the result is going to go. But I could definitely see three goals in this game. Uh, you know, Leicester four games in a row have been both teams to score. You just read out a couple of pieces about Palace, like you know, a very beachy game, and we saw a great example in League Two on the weekend of, of beach football, you know, a 5-5 draw. I'm not saying it will be 5-5, but I'm kind of going down those lines of, you know, who cares? Let's just have fun. Yeah. Okay. 
then finally, the big one, save the best for, of the weekend to last, uh, at least for the neutrals anyway. Manchester City against Liverpool. 2.06 for City to get the win, 3.9 for the draw and 3.7 for Liverpool. If Man City win, they can open a four-point gap over Liverpool. Uh, if Liverpool win, they can go two points ahead of Manchester City. Do you think that uh, if Man City win this game, they're pretty much a shoo-in for the title, considering they're fairly generous running compared to Liverpool? I Yeah, I would say so. Um, I would also say, I know Liverpool have got to play like United and stuff like that, but I would, honestly, I, I, we try, a lot of people and media, we're not media, Tom, we're just two mates with a pod, but like, people who talk about football on public forums, like us and other people, mm-hmm. I think people dramatise games a lot, you know. Like uh, yeah. Everton, Everton Burnley. Whoever win, whoever loses is down. It's it's not actually true. Uh, it's just you know makes it more exciting. But I genuinely, genuinely think whoever wins this game wins wins the league because yeah. I don't see they're they're so relentless, aren't they? Both of them are so immaculate. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And in terms of tips, I'm going to sit on the absolute fence and go for both teams to score. <laughs> <laughs> um, that I guess suits suits City. A draw, a draw would suit City. Both teams to score. Um, I think it's going to be entertaining. One one point six four is the price for both teams to score. So the people at Matchbook agree. Six of the last seven games between these two sides across all competitions have been uh, both teams to score. And looking back at the last five Premier League games that they've faced each other in. You know, they've been pretty good, at least for the neutral anyway. So a 3-1 Liverpool, 4-0 City, a 1-all, a 4-1 City again, and a 2-all most recently at uh, at Anfield last October. So entertaining, uh, plenty of goals, and that's where I'm going to hang my hat again this weekend. Yeah, I think that is the the best way to go. It's basically the same thing I'd wrote down here, goals and entertainment. I will stick my neck out. Though, and I will pick a team that I think will win, and that is Liverpool at three points. Yeah, wow. I'm uh, wow. I'm taking Liverpool. I I'm a I mean I'm a huge fan of of both all, all the players on the field. You know, every single one of them. The the City attack has one of my favorite players in the world in Riyad Mahrez, and I have no affiliation to you know City or Algeria or anything. But I just think, even though Salah isn't on it at the moment. I think Liverpool are just purring that extra 1% and that extra 1% in a game like this could be what takes them over the edge. So I'm, I'm back in Liverpool, I think, 3.7. Well, if you fancy Liverpool to win and both teams to score, 6.4 is the price for that. So juicy one. Juicy yeah, one. Definite, definitely, definitely is. Um, Premier League over, great time. Just to remind you one more time, of the brand new offer available uh, at Matchbook. So it's a £30 welcome offer. So it is for new customers only. It's money back as a free bet if your first bet loses. Uh, So you do have to input a code when you sign up, which is TFB podcast. There's a few terms and conditions, so make sure that you give those a read before you dive in. Uh, You can always ask us a question on Twitter, T underscore FB podcast. 
Uh, but we recommend you guys checking that out and also making Matchbook your everyday exchange because I, for one, really enjoy it. Okay, then let's dive straight into the championship and where better to start than <laughs> Super Steve Cooper's Mighty Reds. Mad, uh, isn't it? This is absolutely mad, by the way. Do you know what? It's been a long time since we've been good and we've had a kind of, I don't know, going into every game expecting to win is nice. Actually winning a lot of games is amazing. It's weird. Um, and yeah, we're all enjoying the ride, aren't we? And hopefully it doesn't stop anytime soon. But I can't see it stopping at home to Birmingham this weekend. Birmingham in just in kind of lower mid-table, on the beachness really, aren't they? They've won one away game since uh, the 10th, sorry, since the 30th of October in the Championship. Um, so that was 12 games ago. So they've got one win in 12 away games. They're coming to what is starting to become a Fortress City ground now. Uh, Forest doing very well recently at home. They've won the last four league games in a row. They've won six of the last seven in the league at the City ground. And they scored at least two goals in each one of those last seven games. So, yeah, confidence is high. I see no reason why uh, we won't get another win this weekend against the Birmingham side, who are just bang average, really. And without Lyle Taylor, who has been getting a fair share of their goals uh, recently. Yeah, I was going to add the uh, the Lyle Taylor uh, nugget into there. So, well done for picking that up. But, yeah, I mean... The one thing you you have to question in a game like this is do Forest have their eye on the ball, right? Do they go into this game expecting to win and end up with egg on their face? I mean, every manager and all the players for every team in the world say this publicly, um, but it does really feel like Steve Cooper has got the players' you know minds on one game at a time, focus on the next one, you know, we got another three points um, in midweek, you know, against a decent Coventry team. Okay, that's done. Put that to the side, move on. And I know every single manager and coach and everything says that, but it really feels like that way for Forrest. Uh, and also, if you if you want to go off stats, you know, Forrest, the fourth best attack and the third best defence in the league. Um, Fulham are on fire right now. Forrest have achieved one point less than them over the last eight games. So they're on fire and yeah, Birmingham showing pretty much zero signs of life at the moment. Famous last words, I think. Um, Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough need to win. Uh, they are playing against a whole team and Middlesbrough are proving that they love to trip up, don't they? They love to throw in a random defeat, Um they're not as consistent as we thought they were going to be, Tom, when Wilder came in and revolutionised everything. However, it is fair to say that they're still very, very, very good at home. Uh, yes, they've lost their last two, but against Fulham and Chelsea, I think we can give them uh, a little bit of breathing space there. And they're playing against a whole team who, under Arvaladze, have been wildly uninspiring. I'd say they're doing enough to keep their head above water, sure. Uh, but they have lost three of the last five and only won one of the last five, losing the last two in a row. Um, they seem to have just a general problem at both ends. And I know that's kind of pointing out the obvious for a bad team. Um, but yeah, their recent results, very concerning. I 
I'm more concerned about them going forward. Um, it doesn't look like they're going to have enough to... I mean, let's face it, Middlesbrough are going to score one, maybe two. Can you see Hull getting one or two? No. No, certainly not two. Certainly not. Didn't yeah. even read out the price, Tom. That's how good I am at this podcasting thing. <laughs> After starting it in 2017, 1.51 for Borough. Wow, we've been going a while. We've been going a while. Yeah. I thought, did we actually celebrate our fifth birthday? I don't think we actually. No, did, we just we just decided not to. Yeah, which was stupid. Yeah. But... It's like we're an old couple. We've been in a relationship for too long. You don't even recognise when your anniversary is anymore. It's like, oh, our anniversary is last well, week. Was it? Okay. Happy anniversary, Tom, for two, <laughs> two months ago. Love it. Um, yeah, just to rubber stamp what you're saying about Middlesbrough, uh, the defeats have come to Chelsea and Fulham at home recently, but before that, eight consecutive wins in the league at home, including beating teams like Luton, uh, Bournemouth, Forest. So they've beaten some good, strong sides uh, in recent weeks and months at home. So, yeah, all aboard Middlesbrough, I think, this weekend. Uh, and another team I'm all aboard, Swansea. I don't think I've tipped Swansea for a long, long time. No. on this pod because they've been very inconsistent this season but starting to find a little bit of something um, as we go towards the end of the season they've won three of the last four games they've got that big big win in the uh, in the derby against Cardiff last weekend where they won 4-0 away from home uh, and then followed that up with a really creditable 1-0 win against Millwall away from home as well in midweek so two really strong results uh, from the Swans both away from home they're at home this weekend, but they're at home at home to Derby. And Derby certainly one of the better teams to face at home, Coop, because they're really, really struggling away. They've won two from 20 away games this season. Shocking record. It's the second worst in the league. Um, they've lost in the league the last seven games away from home in a row. And I think that's all that needs to be said. Swansea on good form, on a roll. Derby just cannot buy a win at all away from home. They can't even buy a draw. Never mind a never mind a win. So yeah, yeah. Swansea, by the way, perfect example of kind of using the end of a end of the season as almost like a an extended preseason to have a look in towards next year. So yeah, getting some good form together. Michael Obafemi in amongst the goals. I like I like what I see. Uh, Millwall Barnsley then uh, under two point five I think is screaming at me through this laptop screen one point six five so obviously odds reflect that um, you've got two of the kind of lower scorers in the league here uh, Millwall you know they kind of they seem to be capable one week and then they seem to be incapable another uh, four out of their last six games they fired a blank unfortunately for them. Uh, Barnsley, a little bit more consistent. They've fired the blank just twice in their last six. Um, but what I'm trying to do is marry the two together. And I can't see this game having you know more than two and a half goals in it, to be honest with you. I'm mm-hmm. seeing maybe a, a nil-nil, maybe a one-one, something like that. Um, but yeah, a bit of a dog's dinner of a game. Lots riding on it for both teams as well. Millwall will tell you. They've got an outside uh, shot of reaching the playoffs. And Barnsley will tell you that survival is is still on, even if both look uh, like they're drifting with every match day. 
One more from me then, and it's Fulham at home to Coventry. This is on Sunday. Fulham are 1.5 to get the win at home to Coventry. And this, I believe, may have done my maths wrong. Please do correct me, Profit Chase, if I have. This could be the weekend uh, that they seal promotion back to the Premier League, I believe, if results go their way. So I think if uh, if they get the win on Sunday and if Forrest lose against Birmingham, then that will cement uh, Fulham's spot within the top two positions. So yeah, uh, all to play for for Fulham. They're sure going to be bang up for this. We've seen them start to really turn around their form. They got that win against Middlesbrough um, in midweek at the Riverside, which is a really creditable one to win because we've spoken about how good Middlesbrough can be at home recently, uh, beat Queen's Park Rangers 2-0 last week on the pod, which we tipped. And I just think against Coventry, who have really kind of... The defeat in midweek against Forest, where they lost 2-0, that's, I feel like that's put the nail in their playoff aspirations, really. Uh, so, fantastic season for them, no doubt. But just start to fade away over the last couple of months. And I think Fulham away is going to be a step too far for Coventry. And yeah, Fulham on form, potentially the opportunity to seal promotion. Uh, yeah, should be a, a routine win uh, for the Whites here. Yep, agreed. Any more? Shall we go to League One? No, happy to move into League One. Um, and we've got to start with the big derby, I think. Uh, AFC Wimbledon. Against MK Dons, um, I always want to see Wimbledon win this game for obvious reasons to most football fans, but there's just no way I can do it. Um, they haven't won their last 23 games. Obviously, they've changed their manager, um, and Bowen did get a draw um, against Charlton at home. Okay, that's, that's something, right? They've lost five or six in a row before that. And they've got their kind of biggest, most hated rivals in MK Dons and couldn't be more opposite, to be honest with you. MK Dons won three in a row, won five of the last six. Cantering. So, I mean, Tom, do you remember not long ago, it looked like uh, Rotherham were going to absolutely walk away with the league. Wigan yeah, yeah. second. MK Dons probably finishing the playoffs. Well, now, MK Dons, as we speak, are sat in second, obviously, Rotherham have got two games in hand, but we've seen all over the EFL and the Premier League, games in hand mean absolutely nothing. Yeah. Uh, I think we need to start kind of, you know, realising that teams have to win these games to to make it uh, make it an issue. They're, they're averaging 2.75 points over the last eight games, which is absolutely frightening form. Um, mm. They are the best team in the league right now. Uh, I think that's very comfortably um, a matter of fact. They have got 22 points over the last eight games. And unfortunately, I think they're going to go to poor old Wimbledon and, and put a relegation nail in that in that coffin. 1.91, you will struggle to see MK Dons at a better price away from home moving forward, I think. Yeah, definitely. Uh, like uh, you don't think you mentioned it, but they are the better of the derby as well, haven't they? In recent years, they've not lost in the last seven meetings between the two sides either. So, yeah, fully on board with MK. Uh, segues nicely in though to Rotherham, who I think should beat Charlton at home 
this weekend. Rotherham price at 1.57 to get the win. Um, fresh off the back of their dramatic Papa John's trophy win against mm. Sutton at Wembley. Uh, Good game, last week. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. What was it? A 96th minute equaliser for Rotherham. Yep. Yep. And then they pushed on an extra time and uh, got another couple of goals against a, what, a surely broken-hearted and deflated Sutton side. So, yeah, they're, they're going to be on a high, certainly, after that one. Um, and I think, again, they should they should beat, beat Charlton at home because Rotherham have got a very good home record. Charlton don't particularly travel well away. Uh, they've won one of the last six away games, uh, lost four, won one and uh, drew one of those. They've lost against teams like Bolton, Wigan, Sheffield Wednesday, even Accrington Stanley on the road. So, you know, you're looking at losing to, to Wednesday, to Wigan, to Bolton, teams that are up there in and around Rotherham towards the top, the playoffs positions, automatic promotion positions. So, yeah, I, I certainly think that the Millers can get a steady win against Charlton. I don't think they'll batter Charlton, uh, but I think they'll get a they get a routine win. I, I'm not worried that they're going to be on cloud nine and they're going to, you know, they're not going to be up for this or anything like that. There's way too much to play for. Paul Warren will have them out here, I'm sure. So, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm fairly confident going for Rotherham this weekend. Yeah, I don't want to discredit the uh, the Papa John's trophy, but if you said to him, you know, what would you rather win, promotion or the Papa John's? I, th- I think yeah. we all know what they're going to say. Um, yeah, I think that will be just a nice extra when they look back uh, this season. So we're, we're going to stick with the, the playoff picture and the kind of promotion picture. Uh, we're going to be looking at uh, Plymouth. Plymouth are away at Burton. They're priced at 2.38. It's, it's a very juicy price. Um, we've got Plymouth, who kind of refusing to go away, Tom. They, they are there absolutely on merit. They've got a bit of work to do still to, to cement that playoff spot. There's a little bit of heat coming from below. Um, but they are in fourth currently, seven points inside, played a game more than seventh position Sunderland. And they're playing against Burton Albion, who are opposite of Swansea, really. So, as I said, Swansea kind of using this freedom to, to get something together that they can build on for next season. Burton have gone the other way and just basically completely stopped competing. Um, they've been absolutely terrible recently um they've lost five their last six uh, averaging 0.50 points per game it's it's horrific stuff and Plymouth you know uh, I think I don't know about you Tom but in my head I, I give Plymouth this kind of aura of being good at home because it's so far away and being good bad because it's a long way away but it's it's honestly absolute cods wallop they got the fourth best away record in the league, 32 points yielded from 20 games. Uh, and they go into the Pirelli, which is, at the moment, as I said, a very gentle place to be. Put it this way, Crew are the worst League One team we've seen in a long time. Burton have got one more point than them over the last eight games. Yeah, yeah, really bad, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, completely agree with that one. I was going to say them myself, a nice price to boot. Uh, no more from League One for me. I feel like usually... League One's a bit of a treasure chest. Uh, yeah, not so much yeah. for us this weekend. Agreed. They got there's a couple of, you know, obviously we we still like the look of Ipswich, even though they screwed us over. They're playing a sticky team, Oxford and Sunderland, the teams you look out for. They're playing each other. 
uh, Bolton and Sheffield Wednesday playing each other. A lot of uh, tight games. Wickham away at Gillingham. Uh, Wigan away at Lincoln. It's it's a tough old slate. Yeah, big time. Right, League Two then. Do you want to get us kicked off? I mean, speaking of travel, when I was on about the uh, the Wickham, uh, uh, sorry, Wickham, uh, the Plymouth travel, how about Exeter away at Carlisle? Uh, and you know That's for a fact... Enough. You know for a fact that Exeter aren't going up there on a private jet. Uh, they are going up by coach. Um, I think they're going to reward the fans that, that go, and I think they'll reward themselves with a win. Uh, Paul Simpson and Carlisle, very, very uh, confusing. Makes no sense how Paul Simpson can come in and just wave this kind of Harry Potter magic wand and get him away from safety and uh, you know, it, it's it's commendable. They have stumbled their last two games, a uh, draw against Tranmere and a loss against Rochdale. That gives me hope that the door might be open here for Exeter, who, Tom, this might be the season. Th- this might be the season when Exeter finally get promoted. Um, yeah. They're in a, a brilliant position. They're, they're on great form. Yes, it's a long way to go. Yes, they'll be going by coach, etc but not lost in their last seven games, Exeter, as they close in on automatic promotion. Uh, I am huge on Exeter this weekend. And for the record, by the way, they have got the fourth best away record in the league against Carlisle, who have got around 15th best home record. Yeah. Do you know off the top of your head how far it is in miles from Exeter to Carlisle? Good grief. No idea. I'm going to chuck a random number out there and everyone's going to scoff. 321. You're bloody close. Am I? <laughs> 346 miles is I the journey. I tell you what, that, that, that counts as a win for me. That does. Yeah. Travel time, uh, five hours, 50 minutes. And just for the record as well, they've got to come back as well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they can't stay up there. So yeah, long uh, to any fans that uh, that do go and travel and yeah, take respect. that. Um, right, Mansfield, one point six at uh, away. Sorry, at Scunthorpe United this weekend. Mansfield chasing playoffs. Uh, they've won three of the last five games. Scunthorpe just just struggling, aren't they? Now they're pretty much well. They're not mathematically down. Uh, just doing some quick maths in my head. They could be mathematically down if they lose this game against Mansfield and uh, results don't go their way in terms of Oldham and Barrow uh, this weekend. So it could be the nail in the coffin for Scunthorpe. They show no fight whatsoever, so it wouldn't surprise me if they do go down this weekend. Um, five losses in a row, no wins in the last 10. And Mansfield have got a fantastic record against Scunthorpe as well. They've lost, they've won, sorry, the last six consecutive meetings uh, between the two sides. So, yeah, Mansfield on form, Scunthorpe not on form. Mansfield got a cracking record against Scunthorpe anyway. So you think they should get another victory here to aid their promotion push and uh, finally seal that trap door on Scunthorpe into the National League. Yep, absolutely. Um can't see any result other than a Mansfield win. Let's talk about Colchester, Tom. I, I I doubt any Colchester fans listen to this pod because I have bad-mouthed them for like four or five <laughs> seasons now. Um, so they're probably absolutely sick of hearing it. But 
2.34. I think they'll get a win um, on the weekend. They're playing against a Stevenage team, Steve Evans Stevenage. They're in massive trouble. Massive mm. trouble. Second bottom. Yes, they've got the you know magic game in hand, but right now they're three points off Oldham, who occupy the first kind of lifeboat safety spot. And in terms of uh, in terms of Steve Evans, it just hasn't got going at all so far. Uh, obviously, we're talking very short term, kind of small sample size, but you know he was brought in to do a short-term job. So I think it's fair to judge him on kind of the instant results and the kind of firefighter nature that they're looking for. And they've lost every game under Evans. They've lost four in a row, five of their last six. Uh, Their only draw coming away at Leighton Orient. And Colchester, they haven't been great at home this season, but they have won four of their last six. Last time out, they beat Harrogate away, commendable. They beat Tranmere at home, that's pretty good. They lost 1-0 at home to Forest Green. They had chances, they deserved to lose, but they had chances. And obviously Forest Green, we're talking about one of the best teams at this level in recent memory. A 1-0 defeat away at Bristol Rovers, a win away at Scunthorpe, and then a win against Port Vale at home. Like Wayne Brown, I feel like Colchester finally accidentally stumbled across a caretaker that can take this club forward because the amount of times they've tried a caretaker and then hiring them full-time has just been, it's, it's, it's been a broken system that they keep revisiting, but it looks like they've struck gold with Brown and uh, yeah, Stevenage is showing me nothing. So 2.34 for Cole U. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Another one for me then, Forest Green Rovers, 1.58 against Hartlepool. So the home side FGR should definitely get a win this weekend. Um, after a bit of a downturn in their form, they've started to turn it around now. They've won the last three consecutive League Two games in a row. They've won them all 1-0 uh, against Colchester, who you've just spoken about, Scunthorpe and Mansfield. So they've been... Some, uh, apart from Scunthorpe, some on-form sides, really, um, in those three. They're really starting to cement, well, they already had cemented their, their place in the automatic promotion spots, but, you know, really rubber stamping it. And I think, you know, maybe one more. This this weekend could be the one. I'm just looking at the league table now. It can't mathematically be the one, I don't think. But, um, yeah, it, you know, it's looking very likely if they get a win this weekend. Even if they proceeded to lose the next six games in a row, you know, they'd probably get promoted anyway now, uh, such as the inconsistencies of some of the sides below. Uh, but yeah, I think Hartlepool, third worst away record in the league, nothing to play for against a Forest Green side with everything to play for still, uh, should result in a fourth consecutive FGR win on the bounce. I think this, uh, this little wobble of Forest Green is over. I think the next wobble you'll see from Forest Green is their players absolutely hammered on the beers. (laughs) And their legs are wobbling. Yeah, I think that's the the next wobble you'll see from uh, FGR. (laughs) Right, Tom, let's talk about Port Vale. Um, First of all, great to see that Daryl Clark is returning in a part-time capacity. That's lovely Mm. to see after going through some personal... Uh, family issues. 1.45 they are, so very short against Oldham. Uh, Oldham, 
very similar to the Paul Simpson Carlisle thing. The John Sheridan Oldham thing doesn't make sense at all. And just when I thought that they were going to start, you know, really staring down the barrel of relegation after losing four in a row, they've won two in a row. So <laughs> we are backing them after getting maximum points in the last two games without conceding a goal. But it's against a Leighton Orient team working themselves out under Richie, Le- Richie Wellens. Uh, and it's also away at Stevenage, who I've just mentioned, I think, are hapless. On the flip side, we've got Port Vale, who have shown recently they've beaten Sutton. They've avoided defeat to Exeter. They've beaten Salford. Uh, they've beaten Barrow away. Sure, Barrow, you know, down there. But beating Bradford in the kind of, you know, oh, look at us. We've got Mark Hughes kind of trap game there. They beat Mansfield at home. Like Port Vale are the real deal, and I fully, fully expect them to put Oldham to the sword. And again, this is another team who can't afford to drop points. You know, Oldham mm-hmm. can lose this game um, and still, you know, be okay because Stevenage are so bad. But Port Vale, you know, teams breathing down their neck left, right, and centre. So very important. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, any more from you? Yeah, one more for me. Um, going to extend the pod by two, two more minutes to talk about uh, Salford. Not many people are talking about Salford, which surprises me with the kind of, you know, uh, famous hierarchy and the fact they they very very rarely could be a League One team next season. Uh, they've just lost again. I just mentioned it. They just lost against Port Vale, but I don't want that to put people off. Salford have been quietly going about their business, getting the job done, getting those wins, especially at home. Again, this Port Vale loss does throw a spanner into the works a bit, uh, but previously they beat Crawley, Walsall and Scunthorpe at home. You can only beat what's in front of you, I suppose. And Harrogate, I think, at this stage of the season anyway, pose a similar kind of level of uh, opposition here. Um, I fancy Salford to go on and get the win. They've got the bit between the teeth and they've got that hunter mentality. Uh, they're two points outside the playoffs and they know um, the margin for error in League Two is absolutely minimal. So, yeah, uh, Fancy and Salford, um, there they are. Pri- I keep missing prices. 1.7. <laughs> okay. Um, right. That's wraps everything up then. Love it. Uh, let's recap last week's treble in a little bit more detail. I know we've gone over it a little bit at the start of the mm. show. Uh, we'll go through that, relive the pain one more time, and then we'll bring you this week's treble. <laughs> yeah, so last week's, yeah, we'll, we'll relive it one more time, as Tom said. Uh, Bradford um, took the lead, actually, against Bristol Rovers. We had Bristol Rovers at home, but fortunately, Joey Barton's Bristol Rovers, TM, uh, managed to turn it round, win 2-1. Uh, we had Wickham at home to Doncaster. That was a, a very dominant win for the chair boys at home. And then, yeah, Ipswich felt like the entirety of hashtag gambling Twitter had Ipswich in some kind of capacity. And they basically just couldn't get the job done. And Cambridge, Tom, as you mentioned, a very classic kind of on-the-beach team with zero to play for went there. one nil and... And the rest is history. We uh, hit the post on that one. Fuming. Absolutely yeah. fuming. Like one of the most angry kind of 
um, yeah. treble outcomes, I think, this season, for sure. Yeah, the bookies laughing all the way to the bank oh, with that. Particular. Yeah, they are absolutely loving it. But we're going to get them this week, Tom, because we got an absolutely yes. belting treble. Yeah, we do. Um, so we are going to go for Forest to beat Birmingham. We're going to go for Middlesbrough to beat Hull. And we're going to go for Forest Green Rovers to beat Hartlepool. So three teams there, all playing at home, all aiming for either promotion or playoffs. So, you know, lots, lots to play for. As a guard price, the current odds are 4.3. However, the matchbook industry best uh, boosted price will beat that. So, yeah, 4.3 is the current leader, but it will be beaten once the, ma- once the matchbook pre-made treble goes live on the website. Uh, should be Thursday daytime, so probably fairly soon after you listen to it, or by the time you've you've already listened to it, it should already, it should already be up there. Uh, so yeah, please do check that out. You can use the Matchbook sign up bonus TFB podcast. Get your thirty pound free bet if your first bet loses. You can use that on the treble as well. So yeah, uh, as Tom mentioned. We've had some pretty good success in terms of the trebles in recent weeks. We've hit the posts a lot as well when we haven't won. So we've got two out of three winning teams. So yeah, been there or thereabouts in the last kind of six, seven weeks really, haven't we? So hopefully go go one more this weekend and uh, get a full house. Yeah, for sure. Um, T underscore FB podcast to follow us on Twitter. Uh, I will be tweeting out uh, your video pod, your audio pod, and also the prices for the treble. Uh, and in the morning uh, on Saturday as well, we'll be double checking that we can't be beaten by a competitor and Matchbook is still king. So please give us a follow. Uh, we are on the roads now to to 3,000. It's uh, a road that's only just begun, but that's the road we're taking. So please join us. Yeah, please do. And if you have enjoyed the show, we'd really appreciate it if you leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, and that, I think, is everything we're going to cover on this week's show. So we hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, thanks for tuning in as ever. We hope it's a profitable weekend for you. Like Tom says, please do get in touch on social. Send us in your bets, slips, whether it's things that you've picked from our show, uh, you back the treble or just your own picks and your own winning slips. We love to see them all. Thanks so much, guys.